sets up everything. The Blues were hot, hot, hot heading into the Big Apple before a disappointing defeat on Wednesday night. Still, things are looking up in St. Louis, so what better time to step back and do what we do best, make fun of the Chicago Blackhawks. There's a lot of fun to be made, so let's get started and let's go Blues. officially March, March 3rd to be exact, a Thursday. And Ian, it's probably your last podcast as a single man. Probably. That's true. You know, unless, we, true. unless we record in Hawaii for some <laughs> reason, because we'll both Aloha. be there. <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know, uh, it's an exciting time for the Two Guys One Cup podcast. Empire. Can we upgrade um, to Empire? Empire? I mean, we're officially going overseas. Not overseas, <laughs> but over a sea to an island. Hawaii is fun. It feels foreign, but they take your money. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. everyone speaks English. We should record like a 15-minute podcast in Hawaii just to say that we've recorded in a different state. That's right. Where both of us were together in a different <laughs> state. And not even a contiguous state, and That's a big upgrade. That's a whole. That's when. That's when Manscaped starts calling you. Oh, you uh, recorded in two international. <laughs> I mean, never mind. <laughs> Interstatenal. Uh, so yeah, that's a, that's a week away and um, exciting. You're excited. Everybody's excited and very calm time for you. I'm sure. Excited. Yeah. And all our fans. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, caterers are excited. You're all invited. That's right. Come find us. Yeah. <laughs> Make. Make, or at the very least, make generous cash donations. Yeah. Come find us on Maui. Is that the island we'll be on? I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Go there and find out. Yeah. yeah. It could be Okinawa. That's, that's one of the Hawaii islands. That is right? an island. <laughs> and speaking of being all alone on the island, the Chicago Blackhawks have a new general manager, and his name is Kyle Davidson. Um, but Stephen, wasn't he already there? He sure was. They really don't have a new general manager. They just have the same general manager. And listen, we'll get into his plans for a rebuild. But um, there was a lot of like, there were a lot of apologies. I don't know. I don't know why hockey media is the way that it is. No, the Blackhawks have forfeited their right to have apologists in the hockey media, right? right? Like at you the would ver- think so. At the very least, with the Rocky Wirtz thing, not even like leaving leaving alone the horrible Kyle Beach stuff. 
you would think the guy actively berating two reporters would be the moment that other reporters would be like, oh, yeah, these guys suck. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I saw plenty of tweets that are like, even though Kyle Davidson has been in this organization the whole time, shame on you for thinking he'll be just like this organization. Mm. One guy said, "This sure, he's been there for 10 years, but this is not an internal hire. This, is, <laughs> this guy thinks completely differently from Stan Bowman, and I'm like, does he? Does he I feel like this is not an internal hire. And my, problem, my bigger problem is this. This organization has failed at every opportunity to prove that they are heading in a new direction, Mm -hmm. that they've turned over a new leaf, that they really want to put the bass behind them and change and be a new team. They have failed that over and over and over again. And in this situation, all they had to do is hire literally any other person for this job. They had this one guy that would continue the pattern of showing that they're stuck in the past and they don't want to change and that they like their people and that they want to stay the same forever. Or they had literally every other human being on Earth that would show that they were innovative and thinking about new things and trying to bring in new blood and trying to change and trying to be different a little bit. And they still chose wrong. They had a one in eight billion chance of being wrong on this issue. And they still got it wrong. And, like, obviously that's hyperbole. And, you know, I wasn't in the interviews and yada, yada, yada. But, like, it's just, like, I don't know why you'd rush to defend them for choosing the safest, easiest internal candidate. Right. When they so desperately need a change in that organization. Well, like, the, the optics are really bad. And on top of it, it's like they were kind of touting how they were doing this real extensive search and we're looking at this this woman that's in the Raptors organization in the NBA and we're looking at a Cubs uh, assistant yeah, general Cubs manager assistant GM, and like who knows they throw in a Peter Shirelli just for fun because they want you to remember that hey we are an NHL team we will make mistakes uh they looked at um Scott Mellenby and all these different people granted those last two are like NHL retreads but it's like you had this whole campaign about we're looking everywhere they were posting on their social media every time they interviewed somebody and then they just go with the guy that was already the interim gm um it's kind of laughable not to call it an internal hire even if he thinks different it's like it literally is an internal hire Mm -hmm. so don't don't sell me that and then on, on top of it it's like if he's different then just let me see that you can't you can't fault us for all thinking well this is not the way to go and this is the same as it's ever been because we haven't seen anything different he's made like one trade i think as an interim gm and so Mm -hmm. like that's nothing to go off of so far but it's like let's see what he does before we say that he's even like actually any different because really he's they don't deserve the benefit of the doubt at this point I think is all of it right like they just don't deserve for us to be like okay let's see how it goes for him maybe it'll be all right and that's like no right now everything sucks show me that it will be better mm-hmm. um and maybe he will like you said but at the same time it's like that's where we're at right now so until we see the work yeah i'm gonna be super skeptical i know i would be as like a blackhawks fan um i think the only thing of interest i guess out of all of this is just the fact that he said like has repeatedly said that it's like a three to five year plan on a mm-hmm. blackhawks rebuild which is uh, Kane and Taves only have one year left on both their contracts after this summer. So 
is he signing them back? Is he trading them? What's he doing? It's just interesting because you know that there's some organizations that definitely put a premium on like the GM basically massaging the ego of the franchise and be like, oh yeah, yeah, we might have to do a quick rebuild, but it'll be all right. Mm-hmm. We'll get right back there. That's essentially why Chuck Fletcher got hired. <laughs> in Florida, and it's going great. Philly, it's yeah. going fantastic. Because he was like, you know what? Yeah, I think everything will be all right. And I think we can flip this real quick. Mean, and they're like, we love it. Thanks, Meanwhile, Ron, Ron Hextall's Penguins beat the uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> the Lightning like 5-1 to one tonight. Right. Good work. Good stuff. Yeah, I just like, I mean, to his credit, he's saying the right stuff. Right. And we'll talk about that. But it's just like. And and maybe we should just move on from the narrative, but it's just like, but you could have hired anyone else. Eric Tolsky, he probably could have done a rebuild too, you know, or whoever. Mm. But whatever. That guy's a calculator boy for sure. That's right. Oh, he's never getting the real job. They don't <laughs> like him. Nobody's going to give him a chance. I do, somebody, it might have been Dangle, maybe it was Fox Soup, I forget, but like, Somebody did that make the point of like, I can't wait for Eric Tolsky to get finally get a GM job. And then his first move is to trade three first round picks for Eric Goodbranson. <laughs> <laughs> and he takes the mask off and he says, see, I was a good hockey man all oh, along. No. <laughs> That's all right, guys. I got your best interest. That's right. Um, so the three to five year rebuild is interesting. They don't have like really any prospects that I did. I'm protective. Yeah. I'm looking at a five year. I mean, like, how old is Alex DeBrincat? Like, he'll probably be. He's 24, so, like, he's pushing 30 at the end of a five year right. re- rebuild. Um, Kirby Doc doesn't seem to be that good. You know, like, I mean, he's, I think, he'll be a solid NHL player, but he's not a franchise changer. They're probably stuck with um, Seth Jones uh, that whole time, but. You got to re- You got to start a rebuild. With Seth Jones on your team for seven more years after this. That's rough. Yeah, I don't know, because like they've been they've sort of been in rebuild mode the last couple of years, but mm-hmm. it still doesn't feel like they've done a complete teardown. I know they don't have very many like stragglers left over. Obviously it's pretty much Kane and Taves and mm-hmm. I guess to bring cat a little bit, but it's like they do need to like you know completely what, tear it down. You know what it'd be nice over. to have is uh, Adam Boquist and a first round pick. Right. That would be great <laughs> to have. And you know what it would be great not to have is Seth Jones on a eight year nine point five million dollar contract. But um, I mean that's where you know you've got to give Davidson the benefit of the doubt and assume that he wouldn't have made that trade. Although I would love to hear him just come out and say, "Yeah, like I definitely I didn't want that to happen at all, and I fought against it, and it happened anyway." But um, it'll be interesting. Uh, Kane Patrick Kane's apparently said that he wants to finish his career there, and that it'd be an honor even during a rebuild to be able to play there and. You know, I assume that they will grant that wish if that's what he wants, but mm-hmm. you start doing some losing and maybe that tune changes <laughs> real quick. I mean, they've got, obviously got the three cups between him and Taves, and so, you know, it's not like they have any, any more accomplishments they have to add to their, you know, record. So maybe it's just they like where they're at. And... Who holds this guy? 33. Yeah. He's got some years ahead of him. If you he figure. can stay productive and everything, I could definitely see maybe they've got like one more run at him yeah. at the end of this, or when the rebuild's starting to end and he's whatever, 37. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I think I don't know. I think because he doesn't, because Patrick Kane's not getting like 
physically abused out there, a pretty shifty little guy, I think he could actually like maintain a lot of his scoring touch and what he does on the ice. Mm-hmm. Maybe if he starts losing some speed, it'll be harder. Jonathan Taves and me is the one that's going to be like a hard, a real hard David Backus like drop off. Oh, it already has been. Yeah. Much. I was like, if you can unload Jonathan Taves on somebody and be like, oh, he's got that, you know, he was our captain. He's got that uh, Stanley Cup pedigree. I think mm. you can get something for him. And 19 he... points and minus 11 in 43 games this year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just don't know. That's that. That's the guy I'm trying to offload and see if someone bites. Yeah. I mean, it, I guess it's another case of like, I would, uh, you know, probably try to honor his contract. If he wants to stay, he can stay, you know, and you, right. can, you can look the other way, much like he has in the past. But, um, you know, it's it's definitely, I mean, listen, if it's just if it's just my call, I'm trying to trade both of those guys. And Patrick oh, Kane, I, I think I think his contract set up in such a way that he makes like relatively little and real money next year. Let me look it up. Um. Yeah, he's making two million, two three million base salary, six point nine total salary. So, like, if that's a guy that you can trade, if you eat the half the cap hit and trade him on that, and he's still as productive as he is right now, that's like he should give you he should give you a lot in a trade. But if he wants to stay there and you're trying to honor that, then obviously. You've got to honor that, and that's what it is. But like, but yeah, if you want it out, I mean, you get a you get a pretty good ransom for him if he's still playing fairly well. Yeah, I mean, his his uh, his advanced stats have dropped off a little bit, but I'm not sure where his you know individual stats are here. Let me pull them up and see where he's at. Fifty three points in fifty games. I mean, he's still leading the team. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's still pretty good. I don't know. Jonathan Taves, let's see how bad he is. <laughs> Devin, he's not even the best Taves in the league anymore. Right, so sad. Pretty bad. He's pretty bad. He's pretty bad. For a Taves, pretty bad. <laughs> pretty fucking bad, that's right. Um, so, yeah, it's it's interesting. You know, I don't, I don't want the Blackhawks winning cups, but I also don't like seeing them suck because it's like, oh, well, this is kind of boring. You right. know, <laughs> like... I wanted to be just good enough for us to ruin their dreams every year. You that's know? right. But, you wanna you wanna have a little bit of bite back. That's right. Although according to these evolving hockey charts, Patrick Kane's actually the one who sucks, and Jonathan Taze is just like okay. But um, I don't believe it. Numbers are crap. Dom decisions a hack. Um, so yeah, that'll be a story to watch for years to come. Uh, but we got the first taste of it in a four to nothing drubbing. In Chicago, a matinee game, no less, mm-hmm. that went our way. And so naturally, I watched almost none of this game. That's right. I was out and about on Sunday. Uh, Bennington got the start and the shutout. Um, the Blues got outshot in the first period, but Bennington looked pretty good. That's the period I watched. And then I was <laughs> gone for us scoring four goals in, in uh, two periods. First, it was Jordan Cairo, uh, 226 into the second. Murphy tried to clear the zone, but Barbashev knocked the puck out of midair, kept it in, and uh, Barbashev collected it, got it to Cairo, and he then slid the puck over to Shen, who gave it right back to Cairo for the backdoor goal. He loves it in the backdoor. He does. He always has. Jordan Cairo now with 21 goals. 
Pavel Buchnevich not to be outraced to the 30-goal threshold, has uh, 19 now with his second of this game, or with his first of the game, the second of the game. Uh, Rob Thomas, 34 assists now. Mm-hmm. He can, he's going to have like 40, 50 assists I think that's his, I think that's his career high now. I think it's 34. Yeah. But yeah. He's pretty good. He needs to shoot more. Boy, the the child still needs to <laughs> shoot more. The boy needs to watch. <laughs> the boy watch. Uh, but Thomas had it behind the net, passed the puck out front to Buchnevich, who had all the time in the world to dust the puck off and pick the top corner on Flurry, which isn't that hard because he's very old. Uh, Flurry has also indicated he'd rather stay there, which is super Why? weird. I don't know, man. I got, you got all these guys that win cups, and they're like, eh, Chicago's cool, and I'm already here. Is you it know? just like, is it because the only people yeah, that are asking Edmonton, is like... Edmonton and Washington? Apparently, he's turned down trades to Washington. Oh, they're he like, just hates them that much, I guess. I guess so. Marc-Andre Fleury, not a very angry man. That's right. So, he's the flower. That's right. Because he's soft. <laughs> David Perron also scored on his former friend. Um, it was a crisp pass from Shin, cross-zone pass, uh, that he had time to settle the puck on his stick and take the shot, and Flurry was still late to make it over. I think that's two goals in two games from Perron on his former teammate. Perron, who looked kind of rough for a period in that season, in the season, has uh, picked it back up a little right. bit. This season, he also scored in the fourth. So I guess three goals in two games, not a good one for Flower. Um, but at that point, it was pretty much decided. The Blues won four to nothing. Bennington looked great in this game. Stopped thirty shots. Um, as as ever, the Blackhawks had more of the Corsi four percentage, uh, but we have more expected goals and more high danger chances. Um, what were your thoughts on this game, or any thoughts that you did have? I mean, I thought overall, despite us losing the Corsi four battle there. Um... Blues looked way better. They looked a lot more composed. Hawks had like a better first period, but after that it was pretty much lights out. Um, it looked a lot like a game circa 2010, except like the jerseys were flipped, especially that Kyrie goal. That was very a very pretty passing play after like a turnover mm-hmm. in their own zone. I was like, yeah, this feels like a thing David Backus would have done <laughs> or whatever. Uh, this feels like something that Roman Polak would have thrown up to them. And they're like, oh, if I got picked off by Versteeg, I'm like, ah, here we go. Close friend of the podcast, Carlo Koliakovo. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was a very good game, especially for a matinee game, because we're kind of just used to those being shitters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think the big takeaway here is Bennington. He had a, a phenomenal game, second shutout. Uh, both were against Chicago. His 85th, 85th, 85th <laughs> win tied him with Greg Millen, who apparently exists mm-hmm. uh, for sixth all-time in Blues history. Um, one thing I noted while I was doing some research on goalies this week for an article, uh, if you simply remove the three games in which Bennington admittedly allowed 18 goals in three games against the Maple Leafs, Flames, and Devils, um, if you just remove those three from his stat line, his save percentage climbs to new 915 and his goals against average drops to 265, which, you know, that's not like Vesna trophy out yeah. of your mind, incredible numbers, but that's it's league average fine. Yeah, yeah, it certainly isn't like 
this guy is a disaster and we can't afford to start him for six more years and we've got to get him out of here at all costs. Like, I don't think that's an honest picture of, of who he is. And listen, I don't want him to be streaky. I want him to be an elite goaltender, especially with the money he's making. But like he has shown that tendency in the past. And the flip side of it is that when he breaks out of the slumps, then he can be really good for a good long time. So, um, I think that's positive. You made note here of a couple players who are uh, on fire. Barbashev has six points in three games, a goal and five assists. Uh, Braden Shen, after a long, long drought, is red hot. 19 points in 14 games, 11 goals, eight assists. And uh, Justin Falk has one point and eight assists in his last nine games. So, you know, some of the guys that maybe you don't think of as the top, top stars on the team are mm-hmm. making contributions, always good. Uh, this was our fifth one in a row, am I correct? I think so. In saying that, going into, I got to tell you this, you know, we did a lot of like social media stuff and that kind of thing ahead of this um, game in New York, but it felt like a big time matchup. Right? Like. It was a fun game to watch. Like, honestly, this is probably, like, one of the more entertaining yeah. losses I've it watched. It felt like um, I've been, like, getting back into UFC a little bit lately. And it felt like a big, like, you know, top-of-the-card UFC match. Because it was just, like, two top teams. You know, uh, Igor versus Billy. We'll talk about Billy in a minute. But, like, you know, two of the top young goalies in the league right now. Mm-hmm. Vucinavich's return to New York, uh, which... You know, didn't I wouldn't have thought that would be like a big story coming into the season, but right. I guess I it, I felt like it. Like even beyond just a Blues perspective, like they were talking about it on the broadcasts and yeah. stuff. Like it felt like a kind of a big deal. He was so close I guess, to scoring. Yeah, I guess just because it was like a you know such a big market he was in before that it's like yeah he's a big deal, um, and he's having such a good season. Obviously, it just felt like a game that like. Man, I was excited to watch it, and it lived up to it. I think it paid off. I'm a little disappointed with, um, you know, how the final goal played out, as we'll talk about. But um, it felt like a big game. It turned into a big game, and it was a lot of fun to watch. Um, Huso did get the start, which seemed strange to me, given that Bennington had just had a shutout, and they had plenty of rest on each side. But... I am told that the that who's that Ruby said there was a schedule and they Ruby's were sticking to it. He's got a plan. It, He's which, got a whole plan. Which is like there's always been a schedule, and then it's also always been a rule that um, shutouts get you two starts in a row. But whatever, whatever. I, I did kind of want to see Bennington against the Rangers. I was like, yeah, maybe you are shooting yourself in the foot. I don't know, but like, but if he beats the Rangers, how much higher can you yeah. get at this point? You know? Yeah. And we'll talk, I guess we should make a note to talk about Husso after this, too, because the team has to make a decision on him um, coming up as well. But uh, he got the start. First period, Alexi Lafreniere takes a um, puck and deposited it into the back of the net. He depi- he positioned himself really well uh, to be on Husso's left after Fox took a shot and it rebounded off. His stick and Lafreniere just got to 180 and bury it past his right pad. It was pretty nice. Um, Tarasenko should have paused and found someone to pass the puck to initially, but he weakly put it to the boards. Fox intercepted it because he's pretty good at hockey. You're we- actually wearing your Adam Fox, Star Fox inspired t shirt yeah. right now, brought to you by uh, Church of Caco mm-hmm. on. Uh, on Check out their stuff. 
Yeah, they're Check out cool. their merch. <laughs> That's right. We that... don't have a merch store, but they do. Yeah. We're, and also, we're not being paid for this plug, so no free pub. Yeah, but no free pub. <laughs> they've got some stuff I'm, I'm like, I would totally put that in my apartment. And then I'm like, but that would be weird. Why would I have a Capo Caco beach towel in my apartment? <laughs> and then I'm Why like, not? I don't need an excuse. I think the Rangers are like my... I think they have been for a while, but like my Eastern team, I, I enjoy them. I enjoy mm-hmm. a lot of their players. Um, they're fun to watch. I'm glad to support their fan uh, websites with yeah. my purchase. Yeah, I agree. Some man, some of these shirts are cool. I'm really, I'm really diving into the church. Are, they, are they Dan Flash's complicated? This is like a, a just like the praise B, but it's oh, Rangers yeah. lettering, and then this one of him in the. Stained glass is also <laughs> great. Uh, those are good. That's good stuff. There's a Finnish inspired one. Who's laughing now? Redemption tour. <laughs> I like them. I, I'm going to buy more. I'm going to buy more of their merchandise. Um, well, no, we got to get a merch store. We got to have Jordan Cairo. Can we? Can we talk to him about having a Church of Cairo? Holdovers. So our merch store will just be like regular ass merch. It's like got a <laughs> yeah. blues logo. Yeah. And it, I mean, it's the blues colors. Which we absolutely would get sued for yeah. immediately. But we're going to put like a little, like a little of a face on the bottom or something. Oh, okay. It'll be different. It'll be way different. They super can't sue different. over yeah. that. This is different. Yeah. We can. We can. We can. All right. In the second period, the Rangers could score another goal. Ryan Strom, assisted by Panarin and Truba. He fra- f- came from a severe angle and went. Uh, for the stuff play on Huso, and it worked. It wasn't a great goal for Huso to let in. Uh, it looks like he maybe thought Strom might pass the puck for just long enough to lift up his right leg, and that's when Strom struck. Strom struck. Say that five times fast, Ian. Nope, nope. not even nope. going to try. You know you can't <laughs> Strom, even say Strom it. struck, Strom struck, Strom struck. Fuck it. That's a, that's a starter Pokemon. Strom struck. Strom struck, Yeah. <laughs> Or it's like a cloud electric water Pokemon. Which one of these new Pokemon are you going to pick, Steven? Uh, you know what? I know everybody's all about the fire tur- yeah. fire croc, but I'm all about Quaxley. Oh, there. you do love Quaxley. <laughs> I love my boy, Donald Duck. What are you going to do when Quaxley turns into an anthropomorphic duck conquistador? Will you be happy with yourself? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> You're totally right, too. That's what he's going to be. No, I know, I will have to see the final forms be like, before I make a joke. the doors. It's so funny because like we all we all get crazy about the starters, oh, yeah. and then it's like that you only have them for like five minutes. Right. Oh, I, I remember being very excited. And then those middle forms are real bitch. I was real excited for the last set of starters, and then I was like really disappointed with all their final evolutions yeah. and i was like that's what i'm trying to temper what myself was that, this Litton time and no this is like this the was bun- a score bunny yeah score bunny and and uh, i can't remember any of these names anymore pokemon Grookey. sword starters score bunny Grookey you went with grookey right yeah and oh that weird side this weird uh what was his name sobel so but he was like he was like james bond basically right <sighs> Yeah, he turned into like a freaking like secret agent Pokemon. Yeah, Intellion. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, it wasn't about that. Rillaboom was okay. It was all right. Cinderace I'll... is very fire starter. Yeah. Like he's like fine, but like oh, it's like a fighting fire bunny. Correct. <laughs> Actually, the one before was it this... you? That... 
was that you? I love people are by the way are loving this, yeah, <laughs> loving love this diversion. Was it you that sent me the graphic of them all turning into versions of? Uh, oh, incineroar. incineroar. <laughs> <laughs> Just different colored incineroars. Yeah. yeah, I can see that. Oh, no. I don't think I ever really played the Incineroar generation. That one was fun. I they barely said one. Like I liked Litten, and then Incineroar is like, very, I mean, the definition of anthropomorphic. Mm. But I'm okay with it because yeah. I think it's a fun design as like a heel wrestler. Mm. But then the Rowlet, which is like the grass owl, turns into like a kind of Robin Hoodie mm. sort of owl i can't remember oh, its name. yeah and that one was cool i was like i'm down with i that. think i did play that generation because i think i had him man what was the name decidui decidui yep. or something yeah that was pretty cool yeah that guy's dope if i get if i get a little more decidui out of this these starters and a lot less uh freaking sobble <laughs> then we'll be good it just depends on which way they lean People, if you want us to do a, a definitive ranking of all the starters in Pokemon history, including the new one based on nothing but the generics pictures that we have, please let us yes. know right into the podcast, as people do all the time. Yeah. Our, our our mailbag is full. Yeah. The postman refuses it. to even come to this address anymore. Um, but the postman came to the net when Ryan O'Reilly... <laughs> I'm sorry, it was too forced. It was, it was terrible. <laughs> Um, Ryan O'Reilly scored just his 12th goal of the season. He's a loser. Yeah, he's not very um, good. Brandon Sod and Piran assisting on this. They're back. They're they're a group again, and they're back. They're back to their old antics. Uh, this was pretty much all O'Reilly. He tipped Kreider's pass into the neutral zone over to Krug. Krug back into the puck to Piran along the boards. Piran back into the puck to Sod. Sod entered the Rangers zone with speed. He made a really nice pass. As two uh, Rangers were following him, which left O'Reilly wide open, uh, there was a backhand pass from Saad to O'Reilly, and the king of the backhand goes forehand and roofs it over Shesterkin. Shesterkin, the Vesna argue, the Vesna almost For sure. lock, and yeah. then the Hart Trophy candidate uh, is um, bested by uh, Ryan O'Reilly, and then a little over a minute later, he's bested by his fellow countryman Ivan Barbashev. Uh, he, Kairu hit the back of the, or sorry, uh, Kairu hit Barbashev with a great stretch pass. Barbie skated into the Rangers zone, got it to the inside of the left dot, fired a shot over Shesterkin's glove into the top right corner. Um, this was their next shot after the O'Reilly goal. It was a really nice shot. Ivan Barbashev. really good. What is that dude? I guess he's just a star now. I guess he's I, just I, like... I wonder, this is a better season he's having than even Sunquist had yeah. when Sunquist took off. Uh-huh. So I'm always like, are you this now? Are you going to kind of return? He'll return a little he's bit a to David form. Ferran. He's like David Ferran right. when David Ferran oh, was just like a thing. And that's right. Was... David Ferran like got better and better in yeah. old age. Maybe he's learning from David Ferran. Maybe he thought about how last year's last year's last year's last year's time 10 I Barbershop wasn't so good yeah it finally clicked he finally got it or maybe maybe hearing about last year's Ivan Barbershop sank him into a deep dark hole that he finally emerged I can't imagine hearing that like third handedly be like (laughs) Vince Dunn telling him like dude he told me not to be you yeah (laughs) that is almost as bad as like making Mitch Marner name the teammates he thinks he works Mm -hmm. on Don't be last year's Ivan Barbashev. Don't be last Jesus. year's Ivan Barbashev, Vince. Don't do it. 
And Don't tell him I said that either, Vince. But one of them stayed, and one of them. That's now right. Gone, so. so I guess he really was last yeah, year's Ivan Barbashev. <laughs> um, David Perron was last year's David Perron when he scored twelve, his twelfth the goal of the season, um, assisted by O'Reilly and Pareko. It was just over another minute later. Pareko passed the puck to O'Reilly, who held onto it behind the net, then passed it off to Perron, who rips it to the top left corner. Shesterkin hangs his head in shame Mm -hmm. as uh, he allows three goals on three shots in under three minutes. Um, Shesterkin, you made a note here, plays really deep in his net. Yeah, it just seemed like he was like really hugging the post and like pretty much almost inside the net on both of these. Scared of us. Well, because I think um, Olachek made like the observation that Tarasenko was trying to shoot high on his glove and just missed it, and then that's how Barbashev scored. Mm -hmm. This is kind of how Perron scored from the opposite angle, and it just seemed like he's his whole body is in the net Mm -hmm. rather than coming out a little bit to like face the shooter, and so he leaves that that backside super wide open um but obviously it doesn't bite him in the butt too much because he's very good yeah yeah so we go into third second intermission a completely transformed team mm-hmm. up three to two um i didn't necessarily think there wouldn't be more in this game but man that was a fun period right i was like i like if we can get one more quick i'm like i bet we could we could put it away mm-hmm. and that was like a whole 10 minutes in the next period, I was like, eh, 3 2, I'm still a little nervous. Yeah, and you had every reason to be because, you know, Ian, I tweeted this. I know Madison Square Garden's an old venue, but I didn't know they let actual ghosts play hockey there as 700 year old Patrick Nemeth, who I just learned is only 30 and also Swedish. And I don't know which of those oh, upsets he's me. He's only more. got a K in his name. So, yeah, that makes sense. Well, I suppose now that I see it, that does make sense. But in any case, he scored his first goal of the season. Probably his first goal in many, many years. <laughs> assisted by Ryan Strong? Yes. And Hunt? Brad Hunt? I don't no. think so. I, that's what I thought, but this is a forward. Okay, okay. When okay. I first thought, I was like, this dude cannot be ping-ponging around the <laughs> NHL still. There's no way. You can't keep letting him get away with this. <laughs> uh, Hunt got the puck to Strom. Strom held it on to pass. <laughs> holds on to it, pass the net, and throws it out front. The puck comes all the way to Nemeth, who throws it on net. It goes off Ivan Barbashev in front of the net and into the net. Huso was down and out after crossing across to try and stop the initial attempt by Strom. A bit of bad luck, maybe a bit of bad positioning, and it's 3-2-3. Three, three. Even so, it was a, remained a tight game and back and forth, but Colton Pareko backhanded the puck from behind his net, and it went over the shorter part of the glass past the curve, and that is an automatic penalty, which is dumb as shit. And to be fair, I say that when it happens to the other team, too. Right. I am consistent on this, and it sparked a little bit of a conversation on Twitter, which I thought was interesting, because um, to me it's just a shame that a game this good would be decided by that, right. um, which, it, as spoiler alert, ultimately was. Um, and so I try, you know, I, I threw, I threw, I threw a feeler out there and tweeted Tim Peel, 
because he's active on Twitter these days and has responded to us a few times. He's a good guy. Maybe love to have him on the show sometime. He could be. He could show up in real life. That's in person, right. He lives here. That's right. He could come. He shouldn't. If you're come listening, here, to Tim, Tim. We'll rent a studio. We'll do this. Tim, show. town and country. You probably live here. Yeah, you're probably you're probably, you're probably very. Close. You're probably next door, but you're probably any not case, any further north or south than us. That's right. You're probably you, anywhere along some the degree of border. west, but yeah. no north or south. Um, but I asked basically, do the refs like the game delay of game rule? Is it easier to not have any leeway or does it annoy refs that don't, that they don't have any discretion on that? And he responded, personally, I hated calling a penalty for a guy shooting the puck out when it wasn't intentional to which out of the blue off the top rope, Carlo Koliakovo Mm -hmm. replies, it's a great rule. You play in the NHL, keep it in play, which Carlo has like, as a guy who barely employed in the NHL, <laughs> maybe maybe let's not throw stones from glass houses at Colton Pareko. Literally glass, because you're made of glass, right. Carla. I hope he's not listening. We love you, Carla. If you're listening... Come on the show. Yeah, that's right. Come to town <laughs> country, Carlo. No, you come to Valley Park. You'll come to the Valley Park studios, because that's closer to Toronto. It's not. That's no, not no, how geography works. That's, that's objectively false, but... Um, Come anyway. Uh, (laughs) We'll still try and get him on the show. um, We also said um, it seemed like the referees had so much discretion on everything else. uh, It's strange that they don't on that call. And Tim Peel clarified they changed it a few years ago. There was a lot of inconsistency. So anything out of play was an automatic penalty. In any case, uh, I thought that was an interesting discussion, but personally, I remain on Tim Peel's side that it's just dumb. I mean, look, it's obvious Colton is not trying to hit it over the glass right. there. It's made all the more obvious by the fact that it's a penalty now, mm-hmm. and so why would he be trying to get his own team a penalty when he's not under any particular duress? Right. He's just trying to flip it out of the game, and, you know, it's it's... He's trying to flip it along the boards out of the zone, and it just goes over the short part of the boards. In any case, it's unfortunate, and it happened, and it led to a power play goal, as you knew it would. Um, Chris Kreider with his 35th. Right. Woo! Um, he's very Cy Young this year, but still 35. Um, Adam Fox, wasn't? didn't we talk about, like, maybe we'll go trade for Chris Kreider? Wasn't that a big discussion the year he was available? Yeah, yeah. Or he was available, but then he wasn't. Uh, Fox's 45th assist and Panarin's 44th. That's 90, the 89 plus 35. That's like 124 points in one, in one, <laughs> one game log, one goal log. Um, Fox shot the puck from the point on this and Kreider tipped it right in front of Husso and passed him. And then uh, Artemi Panarin scored on the empty net uh, immediately after we pulled Husso. And that was a 5-3 to three win. Kind of a disappointing and flat ending to a really good game. Right. Um, it's, uh, you know, there's no shame in losing to the Rangers in New York, I don't think. And we played a tight game and you know, I don't. I think you're kind of grasping at straws, looking for a narrative here. But, um, you know, it it hasn't been great. Mm-hmm. Hasn't been ideal. I will say, um, in his last five games, Billy Huso has a nine oh two save percentage. Uh, he's still three one and one, uh, and his goals against average is roughly three. 
Mm-hmm. So not trying to point any fingers at Billy Huso or say this was his fault by any means, but um, you know, I think that I think that started to shift the other way where we gotta gotta look at it more as like Bennington's job again pretty soon if he continues to play the way he has. I think Huso has played like twenty one games or something, mm-hmm. and then I want to say I saw a tweet where like half of them or like eleven of them he's allowed three or more goals, mm-hmm. which again on the defense too for sure because the defense hasn't been very good either. But just showing you that like our offense is also it's bailing us out by outscoring teams even mm-hmm. though we're allowing three goals. So I mean, no one's playing perfectly behind this team right now. And with due respect to Billy, he's played some powder puff opponents too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, his game log, Kings, decent. Sharks, bad. Detroit, bad. Columbus, bad. Then he had Tampa, Florida, Florida. That was during the um, flu, the COVID stretch. And he did pretty well there. But then Washington, Seattle, Nashville, Seattle, Vancouver, Calgary, Calgary. Winnipeg, Chicago, Ottawa, Montreal, Toronto, Buffalo. And then the Rangers. So, you know, there's not a... A murderer's row of teams in there. And I don't think there's... Listen, he's had a phenomenal season. But I do think the Blues have a really tough decision to make right now. Is He's going to want starter money or close to it mm-hmm. next season. There are going to be teams who think that he could be their starter. Um, we can't afford to pay him 3 or $4 million a season to keep him as a backup or even as a 1A right. in a tandem. Um, that's going to put us up to spending $10 million on our defense. We're already spending $19 million on just our top three defenders. Sorry, $10 million on our goaltending. We're already spending $19 million on our top three defenders and $22 million if you include Scandella on that. Um, even if we trade Tarasenko, that's still just the cap has to run out somewhere. You're going to have to extend Thomas and um, Cairo for big tickets after, what, next year, I think. Mm -hmm. Uh, You're going to have to extend O'Reilly and Perron if you want either of those guys to stay. So, like, I really, like, I'm personally of the belief if somebody's out there, the Oilers, who (laughs) will will trade you a stupid amount for Billy Huso, I I think you got to do it. I don't think you can afford to keep him, personally. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I, I just... I'm not trying to crap on the Blues. They've been a lot better. But, like, I think it is kind of foolish to mortgage even a part of your future on the hopes of a cup run this year when you've got almost certainly got the the avalanche in the first or second round. Right. You know? Where are we, where are we in the standings? Are I we think second we're right now? second, so we'd play Minnesota. But, like... Which isn't a gimme series, but right, even right. if you survive Minnesota... Then you're probably getting stomped by the ass, mm-hmm. you know. And the other thing is, like, when you get to the playoffs, it's like you're probably going with Bennington anyway. At this, at this rate, at this trajectory, right. and even if you're like, even if you say, okay, but Bennington had two games, now we can turn to our backup. It's like if you're already doing that, you're probably not making it anyway, my guy. Charlie right. Lindgren, you know, you don't probably want him starting playoff games, but the dude looked. Like, capable enough, yeah. I mean, he looked amazing in his five games. And, yeah, you can say that's a run of good luck or whatever. But, like, if Bennington goes down, you're already in a worst-case scenario, you know? So, like, I don't know. I know know a lot of people will disagree with that take, and that's fine. Um, But we don't have much of a, like, 
pipeline right mm-hmm. now. We've got a couple guys, neighbors, and and uh, you know I don't know much Bulldog. about Balduke, but um, you know his side beam is pretty good. <laughs> uh, but but he's not psychic type, so he doesn't get stabbed. That's right. Uh, that's which is disappointing. Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts on Huso in that situation, acknowledging that he's a UFA after the season? Bulldog has 56 points in 40 games with a rim parts this year. Not good enough. This is <laughs> this is the QMJHL, you man. Gotta, you got to bump up those numbers. Justin's cat yeah. is like the fourth leading scorer in the QMJHL this year. Demetra. Yeah, that's right. He does have a plus 32 rating now. So. Demetra does? Yes. That's right. <laughs> um, with Huso, if people want to, if the opinion is you want to hang on to him, uh, because you need the insurance come playoff stretch run or playoff run, that's fine. Just know, just know in your heart that he's not staying here. Then we're just going to let him yeah. walk and he's going somewhere else. Because like you said, yeah. we, you just can't pay that much money for him. I yes would rather trade him for assets, but if if the team decides well, we're just going to keep him for the run, that's cool too. I just. I just don't foresee how people yeah. are still out there that are like, well, he could be the starter next year if we move Bennington or blah, blah, blah. Or we can have them both. I'm like, you can't, you can't have them both. I mean, you could, and like, but then he, you're paying $10 million for a tandem. Or, I was going to say, you can keep him if he, like, I don't know, tanks it yeah. from now on. <laughs> which, I guess, cool, now you have a goalie that's back to mediocre. Yeah, exactly. In which case, do you, do you even need him anymore? Right. So, yeah, like... It kind of washes Agreed. itself out. And that's the thing, like, I, w- I want to stress, too. It's like, I'm not saying go trade him for, like, a fourth-round pick mm. by any means. I wouldn't even probably trade him for, like, just a second-round pick. Mm. But if there is a team, Edmonton, out there <laughs> who's, like, got a dumb GM, Ken Holland, who would trade you <laughs> a first-round pick or, like, a, a really good, like, an Evan Bouchard-level Evan Bouchard <laughs> prospect... <laughs> Then you gotta like at least entertain uh, it, right? I mean, Connor McDavid ass. Yeah, <laughs> Leon Draisaitl. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like it's it's really just a question of scale and like quality. You know, it, obviously you're not trading them for a third. That's just you. That doesn't do anything yeah. for you. But that's like that's also how trade negotiations work. And also for a goalie, too. Yeah. Like, that's pretty good yeah. for a goalie. Right, but, like, also, if you're Doug Armstrong, you say to um, Ken, Ken Holland, <laughs> <laughs> you say, hey, I can't, I can't let go of this guy for less than a first because it's not worth it for me to take the chance on the goalie I have for right. less than that. So, like... It's up to you, you know, like balls in your court. If you want to offer that, then then we have a deal. And if not, I'm perfectly happy. Like there is no pressure on Doug Armstrong. It's not like you're not in a position where you're losing and you're just trying to bail assets or whatever right. and get whatever you can. Like there is no pressure at all to make this trade. So it's purely a situation that if some team... Edmonton is stupidly desperate <laughs> enough to make this kind of a trade. Then you call up that GM, Ken Holland, and you make the trade happen, you know? So, like, it's just, to me, it, I think Armstrong has a history of, like, make, maybe making the unexpected trade when he knows he can't keep an asset. And, right. um, you know, he doesn't think his team is, like, fully ready to compete. And I think this season you know, fits some of those criteria and, and who so certainly does. And it'll just be interesting. I would think his name will swirl a fair amount, especially now with Bennington heating up. Um, 
you know, and who's so potentially cooling off a little bit, I think yeah. um, that's going to pick up the rumor mill. And if Bennington can be your starter, he's got to be. That's the other thing. Like, Bennington has to be the starter as long as he's not actively costing you games. Mm-hmm. Because he makes $6 million, and that's how economics work, <laughs> baby. You know? Like, I know. You just, that's the problem is people are like, it's not about the money, it's who's winning. I'm like... Generally speaking, uh, sure, on a short timetable, yeah, yeah, absolutely. For sure. But, but like over the, the next six years, no. no. I'm sorry, <laughs> he's just the backup now. And yeah, that's the way it is. I'm like, this looks real stupid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why we're all totally fine with Marcus Scandella making four million dollars yeah, today. Yeah, ex- five or no, whatever. that's exactly it. Because people are like, it's fine. I'm like, so you're okay with this crappy player being paid a lot? Well, no, no. that's not good. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you did it. You figured it out. <laughs> you cracked the case. Um, we're only like Marcus Scandella though has disintegrated. He is not oh, a yeah, person no. anymore. So. We are like 17 days away from the trade deadline. Is it the week that... No, it's after, the week after you're yeah. wedding, right? <laughs> but still, like wedding week and then you come back and it's trade deadline time. We'll probably have like one episode before then probably think to of go how many, over everything. Think of how many fun podcasts we'll get to do that week. All right. And no pressure. All the pressure will be off. Um, pressure will be on Doug. Armstrong. That's to right. Fix this team in one day. And to also fix your nuptial, nuptials, which he will have ruined. <laughs> he, needs, he needs to be our officiant. <laughs> I have traded your pastor for a third round pick in the 2018 Sacramento draft. Um, I bet there's a player that's going to get drafted out there. His first name is Ellsworth. I bet that's <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's for true. sure. Yeah, 100%. Ellsworth. Jacoby. What did Shin just name? Huxley? Oh, no. Brayden. Brayden, we gotta have a talk, my guy. Why do people do Oh, listen, this? I know your parents named you Brayden with a Y, and I'm, I'm awful sorry about that. <laughs> but they also did name your brother just straight up Luke, which is just a human name. Yeah. Huxley, like, also... You ain't reading Brave New World, my God. That's like that's gotta be the only thing. That's the only thing you thought of. Like like with due respect, you cannot convince me in a million years that Braden Shin is like a literature nerd. Maybe his wife, maybe, but like If I type in Huxley, it's yeah, English writer, Brave New World, Huxley movie, Huxley City in Iowa. Maybe that's it. Maybe it was a barnstormer and he really liked it. Um, Huxley and Kent dog accessories. <laughs> Maybe he's really into that company. Um, Austin Watson made a death threat. Yeah, of course he oh, did. But, well, to be fair, it was to Radko Gudis. So, you know. Uh, who has it? Who has <laughs> That's it? Right. That's right. Scum respects scum, I guess. In that uh, case. Um, Where's that dude at now? Ottawa? Ottawa. Okay. Can you say where Radko Gudis is at? Florida, yeah, right. That's correct. Um, and he wait now I can't remember the other guy's name. That dude's out of the league. Um, who's oh, Rachel uh, Gudis's wife? Ne- Nev, 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 Neuvert, Neuvert, Michael wait, Neuvert. Where? What happened to that guy? He wasn't old, right? He just left. No, he just wasn't good. Man. I mean, he's, I think he's probably thirty-two or three. Andrew Berkshire tweets the Mike Hoffman power play pass to no one happens every game. You remember how people desperately wanted us to re-sign Mike Hoffman? Woo! 
bullet dodge, baby. I'm so glad. Hey, 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 folks, here's here's a public service announcement. Listen to us once in a while. You might learn something. That's the most arrogant thing I'll ever say. We're trying to get better. We We honestly are. are. Um, We are better. Yeah, he's 33. Um, The Rangers blocked a lot of shots in this game. Uh Blues had a Corsi 4 of 54%, but if you take out blocked shots and look at Fenwick 4, it drops to just 44%. Their third period position dropped from 39 to 35%. what were your takeaways from this game vis-a-vis possession numbers, Ian? Yeah, I mean, they they just looked really bad in the third in terms of, like, decision-making and when to pass the puck, when to hold on to it. It felt like they didn't do a lot of, like, one-timers or a lot of really quick shots. There was a lot of thinking about it too much, and then at that point you had two or three Rangers lined up to block it. Like, I... I think the Rangers played really well, and they definitely beat the Blues, but I think the Blues did a little bit of beating themselves here, too, where they just they, I don't know, they just looked like they were holding their sticks a little too tight in the third, which was kind of crazy after having that really amazing, like, three-minute span where they scored those three goals. You'd think they'd be coming out hot, but it seems like the Rangers were able to weather the storm, hold the Blues off for the first ten minutes, and at that point it was kind of an even game. And Rangers are, you know, the Blues have a pretty good offense, but the Rangers, I'd say, have just as good, if maybe not better, mm-hmm. sort of offensive powerhouse. And uh, with Shesterkin back there, it's kind of hard to break that i was surprised they did for a little bit there when it was like two nothing for i guess a minute before we scored i was like oh so this is like a shutout game huh Um, yeah i mean it's it's just the way it goes they didn't play you could say they didn't play a full 60 or whatever but i just think they were kind of in their own heads in the third period at that point Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it was too bad but they play the Islanders on Saturday. So and then the Devils yeah. revenge game. So we better win the next two. Two matinees. Back-to-back Re- matinees. Ooh, baby. Ooh, baby. I don't know about that. Yeah, I'm not I'm against that. I'm not for that. Oh, there's a Winnipeg Jets game, just so everyone's aware. The mm-hmm. Blues play the Jets on Sunday, yes. the day before my wedding. The Two Guys, One Cup podcast family does have a well-established yeah. wedding curse. We have a wedding curse. Anytime either of us or uh, our closest confidants, Gift Jeff and uh, Gift Justin, that doesn't work, <laughs> Soccer Justin, Justin, decide your nickname and get back to us, but... <laughs> Runner Justin, um, Bustin, uh, anyway. Bustin Justin. <laughs> I think we just, I think we just decided it for you, Justin. But anytime any of us are even remotely associated with a wedding during a game, it's a disaster. So, so. I think the one I was at like three years ago, they played Montreal, and we had Jake Allen. I yeah. guess so, and it was like six two. I was at uh, was it? It wasn't game six of the final. Which did we get clubbered in like game two? No, no we won game, game two, two. We won. It was game three. Game three, I think, must have been. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it was not good. It was bad. Man, and then yeah, and then Jeff was that one where we, we got blitzed. Yeah. So you and me, I'll be at my wedding, and you'll be at it too. And so I'm so thinking it's like double real, trouble. Yeah. I don't think they'll cancel each other out. I think it just gets worse. So I'm just saying it'll be like a ten nothing, and I'm gonna say Dave Ron. Uh, severs broken tibia, like it's just gone. You cannot. How I don't know. Isn't but... tibia? Isn't that in the ankle? Um, it's like in, it's in your leg, I think. Right, tib fib. If you get like a tib fib break, it's like a, a real, 
A real broken leg? Yeah, so we both chose lower Compound leg. Compound so. fracture. That's right. Um, Who had that? New baby. I can't wait to see these Hurricane Stadium Series. Jersey. Right, those will be good. They yeah. will know what they're doing. They'll bring it. The Capitals, not so sure. <laughs> they're kind of, ever since like... they made that like really nice old-timey one, the uh-huh. very bright red and everything, um, ever since then they've Give me a cracking Canucks outdoor game. I already oh, need like yeah. cracking alternate jersey. I need like tentacles. They're gonna do, the oh, baby. Yes. They're gonna do reverse retro next year, and it's gonna be like a Metropolitan's jersey, and it's gonna be so yuck. I know. It's gonna be so dull. And you have you could only you could only make cool um, Kraken jerseys, and they're not gonna do it. You know. So way to yeah. disappoint. Way to pre disappoint me, um, Kraken. Ian, there's not a lot of hockey news this week. Haven't started making trades much. That's right. Um, Alex Ovechkin scored his 763rd goal. I don't know uh, what that means or where that puts him. What's Gretzky have? Like 892? Yeah. Something like that. And it's going to happen. Couldn't even get to 900. What a loser. That's right. Um, Speaking of Alexander Ovechkin, though, and because there's not that much news going on, there's news elsewhere. Uh, that's if you, true. If you've heard of two other countries uh, talking, uh, they're just talking. That's all that's happened. That's all that's happened. Just talking. Uh, so people will be like, people will be like, "There's a disagreement." I'm like, "A disagreement." That's a good idea. Let's dump it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Trash it. This one's garbage. So there are. I think this was mentioned on a different podcast. They're talking about Dan Milstein, who represents, I think they said, 80 percent or so of the Russian players. And the NHL, uh-huh. um, and how they were talking about, like, oh, who was talking? Uh, Hasek, Dominic Hasek, was talking about how they should ban Russian players. What or a no, jackass. Suspend their contracts for the time being. Um, and I get he's got his own feelings, being from the Czech Republic, Czechia, I get that. But it's also like, no way, man. So, to dodge that real quick into something else, they mentioned that there are 40 Russian players in the NHL currently. Apparently, there's like a little over 50, but there's only 42 that have played like 43 games or more. <laughs> and so Steven said before we got on here, he, could, he thinks he can name all of them. Oh, <laughs> he said all of them. He said all. How many of the ones that have played 40 games or more? Yeah, there's okay. 42. All right, all right, all right. Um, I'm going to say Sharon Govich because that's in my head for some reason. Scott Mat- Matla tweeted, Craig Button just goes, Mike Hoffman gets him and his team into trouble, and then just stop talking. <laughs> That's fair. All right, so 42, and I've already got one of them, right? Sharingovich? Yeah. I assume he's Russian. He how can't you, be from you, anywhere else. How do you spell that? S-H Rangovich. S-H-A-R-A-N. Igor, Igor. That's not in there. That's not one. That's going a rough start already. Maybe start with the ones you do know, Stephen. Sure. Belar- he's Belarusian? Oh, oh, he's also no. out. Yeah, he's, he's also out. He's not allowed. <laughs> that's even worse. That's, you were close, though. That's like, By today's standards, you're right. <laughs> that's like Russia's shitty little lackey. That's yeah. what that is. All right. Four on the Blues. Barashev, Buchnevich, Tarasenko, and the other one. Quim Costin. There you that's go. That's right. He's near the bottom that's with only right. 44 games. So that's four. We just knocked him out. 
Miko Koskinen isn't Russian, he's Finnish. Wow, I wouldn't have known that. Um, I believe, right? I think you're right. Yeah, he's got a little, little, fly, a little flag next to his name. All right, so that takes care of the Blues. Let's move over to the Rangers. We've got our Timmy Panarin, mm-hmm. Igor Shesterkin. Why is this all left up? Yeah. Um, do the Rangers have anyone else? No. Um, all right. How how am I going to tackle this? How am I going to do this in an intelligent way? Got to go team by team, right? You don't have to do that. You don't have to do anything. I mean, but if I'm going to keep track of everything, do you have them organized by team? Uh, no, but I should. Here we go. Okay, give me give me both of the Svechnikovs. Oh, hold on. This is all we're we're calling an audible. He's audibling, folks. This week's daily <laughs> audible is brought to you by Raycon. Raycon right. with wireless technology and and other stuff. You got to get your Raycons. <laughs> Are you ready over there, Ian, or should I talk more Sorry, about Raycon, said, who's both, not paying us? You said both the Svechnikovs. Yes. You're right. That would be Andre and Evgeny. Correct. Give me Evgeny Malkin while I'm at it. Why, why not? And Alex Ovechkin. Mm-hmm. And Evgeny Kuznetsov. Hey, mm-hmm. there's a real Evgeny situation going on here. All right, now I gotta go team by team. Carolina. I already got Svechnikov. I don't think they have any others. I'll tell you, that's it. Malkin on the Penguins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think they have any others. That's it. You're clear. Rangers. We already covered Panarin and Chesterkin. Do they have another one though to like as a running buddy? They do because they have um, uh, Georgiev right. still. He's a Russian, right? Mm-hmm. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Okay. All right, all right. Capitals. We covered Kuznetsov and Oshi. We did oh, not cover or Ovechkin. <laughs> we did not. He's like the anti-Russian. That's right. We did not cover Dmitry Orlov. Mm-hmm. Um, or, uh, 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 <laughs> a little stroke. Uh, I keep wanting to say another Russian, but we'll get to him later. Um, no, Samsonov is yep. the one in Washington, right? Yep. Okay. You're clear. Okay. All right. All right. Columbus. Oh, baby. Columbus could have anybody. Or nobody. They're American-made. What kind of a Russian would even want to play in Columbus? Not many. Two of them did, and they got the hell out of there. Uh, pass. I'm going to say no on the Columbus Hard Blue Jackets. Pass. Are there none on the Blue Jackets? There's two. <sighs> I, I don't know if you would... All right, we're, we'll circle back to the okay. Blue Jackets. We're, we're going to knock as many of these out as we can. We've got to keep this entertaining for the people. We've got Ilya Sorokin on the Islanders. 
Mm-hmm. And um, that's it, maybe? There's one more. Um, oh, we were just talking about it. Varlamov. Right. We were watching that game. He was in it. He was in that game. New Jersey, we already talked about the Belarusian bitch. <laughs> There's no one in New Jersey. In Philadelphia. Probably has like a shitty defenseman who's Russian or something. <laughs> Do they? Uh, do they have that guy? No, that he's in Ottawa. Um, oh crap! Who do the Flyers have? They do have a Russian. They do. Just one. Just one. Is he a shitty defenseman? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not Nikita Zadorov, right? Because no. he's in Ottawa. That's right. Let's see. You got that one. Is Isn't Zadorov's in Calgary? Yeah. Oh, maybe. Yeah. I could be wrong. Is, That's your only one in Calgary. Yeah. Is Zub in Ottawa a Russian? Oh, look at that. Uh, yes, he is. I just want to knock him out while I'm thinking of him because this is the only time I'll think of him. <laughs> All right, Philadelphia. Let's do this. It's not Carter Hart. It's not Sean Couturier. <laughs> it is a defenseman, huh? They're not, like, shitty. It's not Rasmus. It's not I think Radko. at one point they were good. Now they might be shitty. It's not... Ekholm. Ekholm. It's their number one D. Ivan Proveroff. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Is that their number one D? Yeah, probably. Basically, yeah. How could it not be? Who else is going to be the number one D? (laughs) Florida. I forgot to name Bobrovsky. Florida. Like, half of these are goalies. It makes it pretty easy. Um, Barkov is a finish. He's always a make-believe. Did I... uh, no, there's one more. There's there? one more, but it's He's small a small amount forward. of games. Yeah, it's like he a, scored on us. It's like a Sue Miller or somebody. Uh, uh, um, no, because that's obviously finished. But loot, 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 loot. I wouldn't think this is a Russian name. Maybe Lutenin? he's like. No. Maybe you're thinking who's that guy? Oh, is this the guy we've never heard of that scored on us a couple times? Mm. Oh, fuck. I'm never gonna remember his name. That's fine. It's like Dano or something. It's Maxime Mammon. Mammon, yeah. I would never Maxime, that's like French Canadian. <laughs> I'm like, what? At least I knew, like, I got to the neighborhood of who it that's was. Right. But Tampa Bay. Uh, Sergachev. Mm-hmm. Vasilevsky. And Kucherov. You cleared. And that's it. Yeah, that's right. Toronto. Are you ready to move on? Oh, yeah. Right. Superman himself. Is that it? No. <laughs> I didn't think so. Just hopeful. God. Uh, there are a lot there? No, there's only one. There. Okay. Is it also another depth forward? No. Is it a defense one? Mm-hmm. I should know this. <laughs> Morgan Raleigh, Jake Musson. Like you should, but you shouldn't. Yeah, right. Right is one of those. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying. Justin Hall. I shouldn't because I listen to too much Dude Angle yeah. podcast. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Um, 
Montage of Justin Hall. <sighs> Isn't that guy who came over from the KHL that they thought was going to be? Um, uh, 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 this is going to drive me crazy. I'll come back to it. I'll come back to it. Boston. Boston ain't got any Nobody. Russians, right? <laughs> There's 23 a, teams that have Russians. They're a clean-cut American family. Detroit? It's got to have you, a you Russian. You named one. You got Evgeny Spechnikov. They've got to have a couple Russians, though. They're they got Detroit. one more. Uh, do I have a prayer? He's a journeyman. A journeyman. A journeyman. I think he's been on... I guess this might be Darren Helm? I think this is his fourth team. Nemestikov. Right. I thought of him earlier. I was going to say him right off the bat. Uh, That's all of them. Zub, we already named. In Ottawa, yeah. There's one more in Ottawa. Uh, Austin Watson. <laughs> um, let's see. Tim Stutzler. No. Matt Murray. And no. You also should know, but not really know this one. I don't like that. Is he a former Maple Leaf? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, but not, but not uh, whoever Brown. He's not a, not the real crappy one, right? I think so. I think that is a real crappy one. No, because didn't he, didn't the... Who am I thinking of? Let me think of his name. Yeah, who are you thinking? He just played 600th game tonight. <laughs> that can't be right. We're thinking of different people. Uh, yeah, we are. What's that guy's name, though? This guy hasn't played 600 games. Um, no, he's played 369. Okay. Who's that guy, though? I think he's with the, no, he's with the Oilers now. And he sucks, and he keeps getting major defensive contracts. Because he went from the, he went from Toronto to Pittsburgh, and then to the Oilers. Oh, yeah, but that guy's in Russia. What's his name, then? Wait, I want to think of this, but I don't. Why have I not already thought of this? Oh my god! Cece, uh, Cody Cece. Yeah. Oh, fuck! Oh, you're right. Not, not Russian, Russian at all. Not any remotely Russian. Okay. All right. Um, former Maple Leaf. There's somebody somewhere named Zamulov. Z. Z Z is involved. Oh, I mean, yeah. Z shit! I just thought of it. And I lost. <laughs> Zubat. <laughs> Sergey Zubov. Z Z. <laughs> Those are great. People loving this. <sighs> He said Zadarov is on a different team, right? Zach, Zach, Zaxon, Zal, Zav. It's like Wordle. 
<laughs> we should do Wordle for this guy. How many letters are in his name? Seven. Ah, crap. Seven? Yeah, seven. Z- <sighs> and he's a defenseman? Uh-huh. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. Move on. You already gave me ZA, though. It should be obvious. Zab. <laughs> Zub and Zab. <laughs> All right, we're moving on for now. Buffalo, they ain't got any Nobody. It's Montreal. Got one. Uh, Lekkonen? Mm-hmm. He's Finnish or something. Mike Hoffman, possibly. <laughs> Why do I feel like this one's gonna be even harder, even though it should be obvious, huh? It's obvious, but I mean, yeah. Shea Weimer, <laughs> by any chance? They are defensemen. Oh no! They had Russian. De- they have like a really famous oh, Russian defenseman no. they had for a long time, did they not? Sergeyev, Sergey Gontra. Oh, Is it Gontra? Is Gontra Russian? I don't know. I think so. I'm wa- I, I had some real momentum going earlier, and I've lost it, Ian. It's all gone. A Russian defenseman on the Canadians who's mm-hmm. good, you said. Uh, no, he's oh, fine. Oh, okay, okay. He's not good. He's just adequate. I mean, is anyone good? He's obvious, though. You said he was obvious. Oh, I'm just... Petrie? I guess I know of him, so... Oh, so you think I... No, should... I mean, he's a regular. No, he's yeah, no, regular. I get it, I get it. <laughs> If your point was made incredibly queer. Uh, it's not another Z, is it? Uh, no. Ka- Kozlov? Co- 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 no. Ian, you got a hard stop. We got to get moving. You got a time limit. Oh, baby. All right, we're moving you on. You got to move on to some, some ones you know. Move There's on. some ones on here you got to know. Colorado. We got... Um, <laughs> Go ahead, but yes, there's one that you would know. Uh, we about. got uh, um, Burkowski. No, wait, he's not Russian. He's a make believe mm-hmm. Russian. Nachushkin's a real right. Russian. That's the one you'll know. This other one, I don't even know. How many this games have you played? 51. Uh, what position? Oh, I don't know. All right, give it to me. Maltsev. Yeah, when, oh, uh, he was traded from the <laughs> Devils. Blues we already did. Kirill Kaprizov. I should oh, probably yeah, get yeah, him yeah. on the wild. They have one more. He's also a really old journeyman dude. He's been like on a lot of teams. Oh, He's also uh, been on the Maple Leafs, I think. And they're like, I think he was on like their 2013 team. He was on like forward. Maple Leafs. Uh, no defenseman. Also starts with a K. I'm getting real strong deja vu right now. Yeah, this is happening. <laughs> uh we'll move on for now nashville there's one in nashville are you tracking who we've missed yeah because i want to take a second pass at these nashville has um tolvin no he's like finnish or something weird too isn't he this is a younger guy i don't i guess he must have played last year because he has 118 games but but they weren't in our division so Mm. i think that's why we're like i don't know no. Just kidding, I know. Just kidding. Is he any good? This I think he's all right. I don't know what position he is, though. I really had it going for a while. Dallas. There you go. Moving on to Dallas. Radulov? 
That's right. He's still alive. Is that it? Uh, there's two more. God dang it. Radic Faxa isn't. Who's their other crappy center? Is he one of them? Defenseman, Klingberg. Ian, I thought I was good. I thought I had. I thought I was. I mean, fun. you have, you have, what is this? You're of 42, you're missing 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. I think you're only missing 9, oh, 10, 11, 12, 12. 12 out of 42. So we've yeah, still got most of the ones with no nobody on them left. Um, ah, crap. Crap, 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 crap. Now I'm feeling the time crunch, too. The Radulov, and they've got... Nobody else. Oh, two, yeah, more. two more. Are any of them good? I mean, one of them... It's very good. One of them's... Very good. The player, yeah. I one mean... of them's extremely good at hockey. I don't know about extremely good, but like... He's getting he, as he a helped, Russian, does no. he? He helped them get very far. <laughs> Kiwi Rant. Kulikov? Dmitry Kulikov? He's somewhere. Give me he's, on, he's a Minnesota defense. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> I hope someone's listening. I hope someone's listening. Coob. Oh, cool. Cooch. Coob. Cool. Oh, there's a beam. It's not there. <laughs> Tom Kuhnhockle. Uh, Kuv, Kulu, Kulu. This hurts so much. <laughs> it shouldn't. It's not that big a deal, but like. Kuv, Kuch, Kud, This is the worst form of Gordle. Kumabber. Kuzab. I can't do it. I can't do it. It's not there. There's cool. Are you gonna hate yourself? Cool. Cool. I don't want to do it. Cool. How many sounds are there? There's there's Chipotle, and then there's and <laughs> Oh no! I don't know why, but you're going cool. You're like Coop. I'm like no no no. Go die in a fire as far as uh, is there anyone on here that's like a big one that you're missing? I don't feel like any of these are huge. Winnipeg, nobody. You're not missing anyone. Chicago big. maybe has one. They don't have anybody. So Winnipeg doesn't. Chicago no, doesn't. Yeah, Arizona. No. Arizona did though. <laughs> they did. Uh uh, Pavel Datsuk. <laughs> they traded somebody recently. Mm-hmm. 
Ooh. That's why I didn't get him before. On his current team. On his new team? Who was his new team? This is not anyone of like great note. I, I mean, it's a great note to this team, but not a great note. To, like, I know, but now position. I can't get it if you tell me who I was trying to do. Let me believe. Lavushkin. Yeah. Oh, all right, all right. See, I was like, should you know him? No, but should you know him? Yes. All right. Anybody in this division, I've just like gotta get because I know you're running low on time. Now the water's running, and everybody can hear it. That is loud, by the way. Oh yeah, it's flooding. That's right. uh, there was one from the game earlier from the other team. Well, the Rangers, uh, oh. or not Rangers, the... The Islanders played the somebody bads. Vancouver. Yeah. Pod Colson. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. Edmonton probably has somebody. Nobody. I already said Cody Cease. <laughs> so right. The Flames probably has somebody. Zadorov. We, yeah. already, we already said him. Um, the Kings have a couple guys. They have Kaliev, right? He's Russian. Arthur Cal... Oh, no, he's, like, Estonian or something weird, right? Lux right. Luxembourg. <sighs> oh, but they do have the other P guy. Porachinko or whatever. You've given up on me. I you don't think... You've abandoned me completely. I don't, I don't think that's possible. You have... I'm trying to figure out what these teams are. You have... Two on Columbus, one on Dallas, one on Montreal, one on Nashville, one on Ottawa, one on San Jose. Well, but that's like some of these are like, oh. And one on. Are any of them Igor Zamula? No. Okay. And one of them on Vegas. One of them on Vegas. Oh, that's uh, Dadnov. That's right. All right. Columbus, I got to take a second pass. I've got two. I should be able to think of one. No, I shouldn't. They suck. I'll give you two minutes. All right. Um, Dad, no, yeah, you got. He's that. hard stopping us, hard people. Um, <sighs> San Jose was a guy that Detroit was, or Detroit, that Toronto was really high on, and they really thought, man, he could be something. Now he's just gone for an off season. They were like, this guy's for a an guy. off season, pretty up. Yeah, for an off season, they were super high. Then he was like there for a couple days, and then he was like. He's probably there all season, but they just stopped talking about him. I'd think of him if I had time, but Let again, we got to get you out. Barabanov. Barabanov, right, right, right. Ottawa. This is a former, former Toronto Maple Leaf. Not so good. They didn't like him there, much like a lot of their players. Give me a letter. Z. Oh, that's too much. We already covered that. Yeah. Z A I. Zaitsev. 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 And. Nashville, I don't know where you're Nashville. No, let's tell me. Yakov Trenton. Oh, yeah, Trenton. I should have, I would have gone along in like a thousand years. Uh, give me Columbus. Where are we at with Columbus? Columbus, they're both under 200 games. Give, give uh, them to me. Gavrikov. Oh, yeah. Okay. And the younger one is Chinnikov. Yes! I got him. I'm counting him. Because I just said it. Just we, did Gav we did Chinnikov and Gavrikov. Chinnikov is going to be a stud. I said Gavrikov, and I said the Dallas Stars. Did you think of the other one? Kov. <laughs> Kulikov. No, I already said him. Gavrikov, too. I mean, I oh, guess they're both Oh, Kovs. Oh, gee, it's right. It's like a G. G-Kov. 
Because <laughs> I call him G Cobb. <laughs> so. That's like somebody's cool name for their grandma. G Cobb, get out Hey, here. what's up, G Cobb? <laughs> She's so old. But she loves oh, it. Oh, how could I not think of their G Cobb? Gherkin. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go uh, ahead and tell me. Dennis Guriano. Guriano. I'm thinking of a K. I wish we could have ended on one that you would just die on. We, we should have ended on Kudobin. I should have made, I should have made you skip Kudobin. All right. Um, Montreal. You got one more guess. Defenseman. Stephen, he's from Russia. <laughs> is, um, is he old? He's old. Is it, his last name sounds like a, Ro- a famous Roman family. <laughs> a very famous Roman Caesar? family. No, oh, like a oh, Roman. Why say Roman? Russian, Russian family. Oh, Putin. No, no, no. Russian family. Before Putin, before all those. Stalin. People. No, before all those people. Lit- oh. oh, like Alexandrov. No, but I'm close. All, all right. right, Romanov. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Uh, he did it because that's all... why you said Roman was because yeah. it's Roman on. and I somehow still didn't connect did we name all the others we gotta let people know we all got them. all okay. we got them Stephen what team other than the St. Louis Blues is tied for four Russians it's not New York, the Rangers um, they have three. Oh, the uh, Capitals right Orlo- oh, yeah, the goalie Orlov, Kuznetsov, and Ovechkin. Pretty cool. 22 teams of 32. None of the, Take none of this as an endorsement of Russian heinous activities yeah, uh, in Ukraine. We're going to do Ukrainian players next. <laughs> That's right. Next it will week. be much more painful. <laughs> We've got the flag of Ukraine on our Twitter profile, so, you know, we're doing you know our part. know where we stand. We're doing our part. I, I, you know, no, those people are awesome, and, you know, heart goes out to them. But Ian's got to go out to his fiance because it's wedding season, folks. It's wedding season. That's Z-N. I, I genuinely, I have no idea when the next podcast will be. It could be sometime next week. I could sneak a microphone in my checked bag and record from my room all by my lonesome. Who knows? There's no rules. There's no rules. So, um, but Ian will probably be married the next time you hear his voice. So, but almost, maybe not. Almost unless, certainly. Unless not. Who knows? But <laughs> Stephen's throwing a lot of shade on this marriage, and I don't like it. Oh, boy. We've got an hour and a half, and Ian's got a hard stop. Get out of here. Aloha. 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 <laughs>